no matter where we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby. So, Steph, we got to get you more hood adjacently caught up in terms of how you pronounce first street names. I scooped her on Rockaway Ave and a street name. Sir. And she's like, hey, so I'm on. <laughs> what did you say? I said I'm on Somers. Somers Street. Said, I'm on Somers and I think like Rockaway. <laughs> uh do you know what that is? And I'm I, like, what is the correct pronunciation? Right. First of all, it's Somers. 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 Second of all, in my mind, I'm like, what the hell is she doing over there? I'm pronouncing it correctly phonetically. It's Somers. I'm like, what the Som- hell is she doing? Somers. Somers. So, and I'm like, what is she doing over there? So I go through there, and I'm like, yo, where are you? She's like, oh, I'm at 38, and I was at 33. So I said, all right, I'm going to come. I'm going to spin, spin back. I'm going to spin the block and come back around. <laughs> and I hit Thomas Boylan, and I saw her. Uh, Settlers looking mad lost, and I'm just like, why is Steph over here right now? But then, as we're driving, I scoop her, we're driving, and she's like, oh, I had patients over here before in Sumner's, and I'm like, whoa, you mean Sumner? She's like, yeah, like, is there like a Sumner street? I'm like, there's a Sumner Avenue, but now it's called Marcus Garvey. And I had no idea it was called Sumner. Yeah. Sumner. We need to get you like I all the way. Sumner. That's like why people go Nostrand instead of Nostrand. Nostrand, right. <laughs> I said, hey, Steph, I'm on 21st But I actually street. think Nostrand might be the correct way to Nostrand, say it. Nostrand, If I went to Flatbush and said, Steph, I'm on 21st Street and Church Avenue, she'd be like, whoa, bro. Like, go First to and, and hide. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Same principle. Like, <laughs> I just thought, I didn't know that there was a special way to say some. Somers. How do I say? How am I supposed to say? Somers. 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 I was on Somers in Rockaway. There you go. <laughs> We're back. Season finale. The Stephen Bros Podcast. Yurt. It's your boy P&L. Yurt. Hat Shep suit, ladies and gentlemen. It's jazzy. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all for rocking with us for this great season, duh. Uh. That's two in French, if you ain't know. <laughs> duh. Duh. Um, yeah. We're going to jump right into our favorite topic. Things we miss about old Brooklyn. And this one, (laughs) we're going to do summer school, night school, night school shopping, which is a word. It's an amalgamation of a couple of different things. Word. It's kind of like a woke word, but I ain't going to define it. You got to Google that one if you know what it is. Googles. Do your Googles. Who want to go first? Um, yo, so I never went to night school. I never went to night school, but I went to, I went to Barton. So, like, across the street at Prospect Heights, night school looked lit as fuck because that line to get in that night was, was long as shit. And I never went to night school, but it looked like the place to be. I almost wish I failed the class just so I could go hang out. What about summer school? Uh, but I did do summer school. And I did summer school at Prospect Heights, and I did it for gym. I did summer, summer school, school gym summer was lit. School for gym. gym, nigga. <laughs> summer school gym was lit. Yo, yo, don't look at me like that, Sam. The engineer. Gym. 
Our guy Sam is looking at her like Jim. Wait, Jim last wait, can we? Can you tell us why you did not pass Jim in the first place? Because, I'm okay. interested in that okay, story. Okay, so first of all, Jim was at like six thirty in the morning. Okay, and really and truly, I had to take Jim because I was a nursing student. So they were get my senior year. We were gonna swap out like half of my course load for the hospital. So I had to take some of it in the summer. So they told me that I had to take Jim. In the in summertime. Summer. Okay. So I went I to gym. I thought she was cutting to see a cutie. You know, I mean, I was doing a little bit of that. One thing for sure. Got two things for certain. Put that boy head in the coat. I was doing a little bit of that too. But at the same time, you know, I did show up enough in order to get that glorious C plus I needed in order to pass gym. Well, I did go to night school at... This is no offense to anybody that went to Erasmus Uh-oh. Hall, but oh, this man. was the first time I realized there was people in school that really didn't want to be there. Yeah, and girl. I I was so, it was enlightening because yeah. I sat in class and I think I might have been the only person paying attention to the teacher. Shit. And I I was just like, literally no one was paying attention. Social promotion used to be great. They were taught. Social promotion I, was the thing, yeah. It was, it was, it was wild. Yeah. Um, but everybody was fly as, as you know what. As as AF, you know, like um, they had all all the latest in attire, and then they would hang out in the hallway instead of being in the classes. Yes, ma'am. They were repeating during night school, <laughs> which I was confused about. But hey, right. Um, but it was a scary time in my life. Night school, and it really, I really readjusted and rethought what I was doing. And I think maybe it's because I should get it together. You're a good person from the outside of Brooklyn. Those ragamuffins <laughs> that shop at ragamuffin. Oh, yeah. Yo, no, they the death was up at ragamuffin. <laughs> no, but wait. Night school were. didn't prepare you for the club. I felt like it prepared you for the club. Because there was a long line. I remember post. the line <laughs> to get in. There was a really long line to get in. Then we'd be you in the cafeteria. And then we would go a to the class. in school? Yeah, oh, my I, First gosh. of all, let's talk about it. Because I was, the metal detector was a was a normalcy at at, at Barton. Not right? my school. I got, I remember vividly being taken to the bathroom if I rang and somebody would like feel underneath my wire, my my bra to see if I had blades or anything was like that. A, a woman or a man? It was a woman. They couldn't send me. And then what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened. <laughs> Nothing happened. But like, chicks would sneak like razors bl- in mm. they doobie and like in their like uh, styrofoam this sounds oh, so whatever. stressful. Yeah, you ain't drink lattes. I know you ain't drink lattes from Sal's. Sal's wasn't selling lattes. I didn't drink lattes. I didn't drink coffee at the time, but like, you know, I did know about the razors in the doobie and the razors in like under your tongue and shit like that. But I wasn't, I wasn't about that life. So like, I didn't do that. So when they be like, in high school, <laughs> <laughs> when they be like, yo, you got to go to the bathroom, you rang and like, you would literally like, now that I think about it, it's fucked up that kids were going through this shit, but like, you would be in the bathroom and they would like, Wait, what, like random searches? They would, sometimes. No. If you, yeah, sometimes. But, like, really, it was if you rang. Like, if the machine went off for whatever reason, oh. they, it might wand you. But Man, then they take in you school. into, like, the bathroom, and they would feel under your bra to see if there was, like, Jesus. weapons there. Like, And I'm like, that was every day that I was going to school. That's that traumatic. I that. Yeah. If I knew this back then, I would have put a magnometer in my crib and just been, as soon as chicks walked in, I would have been feeling that they broke. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Right. So with that, we <laughs> make you night school. <laughs> I mean, listen. And I went out back to school. In back general. to school. Yeah, I went to summer school um, because I couldn't pass sequential math one or two. <laughs> but my look great, at you now. Look my, at you. <laughs> right, but my great high school. Several if you degrees went to summer later. Summer school at Tech. 
You had to take three classes. I couldn't take one. So I was stuck there all fucking morning. Damn. So I had an art, a gym, and math. Math, I was smoking that shit. Like, yeah. But all my cousins who went to school, shout out to my cousins from down in um, Gowanus and all that. Gowanus. <laughs> <laughs> um, they all went to telecommunications. Mm, okay. And them and all they mans came to tech for summer school. And oh, I was y'all a, was mobbing. That shit was oh. fun. Mind you, I was the only one that actually was taking the test and getting <laughs> So every test, I was spanking it like 99. Right. And I'm like, how the fuck this shit didn't make this much sense? All Things were yet. very much easier in, it, it, in it summer made, school. It made way like, more you sense. really didn't have to do But much. what was fucked up was that when I failed math, I failed the second, like, like the spring. So in the fall, I would get like an 80. Uh-huh. And then, like, the spring market periods, I would fail have to go to summer school. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then you get a good grade. Right. But then summer school gym, um, I used to get mad sweaty. And most of the time, if, if it was a teacher, I knew it would be like, all right, listen, just, like, play ball for, like, 10 minutes and just, like, act busy. Mm-hmm. If, if, like, the person come in to, like, check in, just, like, you know, take a couple jump shots. With, like, they was mad cool. Yeah. Right? But it was fun because after that, you went downtown and all my friends worked. Somewhere downtown for like summer yummy, aka summer youth. So summer we, yummy. We all linked up. It was it was like. Y'all remember that shit? It of was course. We, I wore summer down, youth since so I was So we 14. downtown and everybody else is downtown. So it was just like a great time to be downtown Brooklyn. Word. Okay? Word. And then as the summer ended, it was time to go back to school shopping. Mm-hmm. And back to school shopping was With fun lit, too. Because it was 21. You go to go to the outlets. You go to the I outlets. Jazzy and them was was rich. So they <laughs> <go to the outlets. laughs> I went Never. downtown. You know Never. that shit was different because you know most of my like I went to Catholic school from like pre K to and eighth grade right and then then I made the switch into public school. I didn't realize how important it was. Like, oh, labels yes. and shit were that important. I didn't get fly in junior high school and I told yeah. myself in high school I'm getting Nah, but I'm this co- I, personally I wouldn't even consider like myself all that fly until like maybe junior year where I was like a little and older. And she's wearing $2,000 sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying stop. Now everybody's looking at me. <laughs> I'm no, like, but I've never I, seen those. I didn't. I didn't. bag cost a half a brick. But I didn't, I didn't know that it mattered because mm-hmm. in Catholic school we just wear the uniform. Like if you get a down, a dress down day, then it was no. Nah, like, when when you got a uniform, in scholar, we used to you used to show your fashion with the sneakers, with the sneakers and the accessories, no. the book bag, right? Your Which bag, is why like Hanson coat, exactly. right. coat, I had yeah. right. but I had no dress down clothes. Right. So dress down days, I'd be like, oh shit. Which is why, like my accessories, like things like Tim's and shit, like, like that shit was regular to me, but like clothing like people gave a fuck about so like when you know Jabot and all that shit started coming out I was like alright then let me go let me get my shit together you know what I'm saying let me get my shit together but like it didn't really dawn on me that that shit mattered to niggas like I mean everything was about the name across the chest word every article Jabot might have been my favorite brand while I was in high school though it just was like I don't know I like the aesthetic and Diesel unfortunately I'm about to give credence to what uh PL just said. said, but uh, Armani Exchange is my favorite. Armani Exchange? <laughs> Knew it. Armani Exchange. That iceberg was, was hard for a little bit. I had a couple iceberg pieces, but iceberg ran mad small. Yeah, sure did. And all my men's that allegedly boosted <laughs> used to boost mad mediums. Oh, damn. But a medium and iceberg was like a medium. A medium. <laughs> tight. And back then, you couldn't wear tight clothes. No. you got teased. Right, so, exactly. Um, it's pictures of me right now floating, floating in the gram 
in, in your high tightest, school. your finest, no, tightest in the clothes. Of shit, had oh, like field boots like a double XL sweater. Nah. Um, size thirty six jeans. When back, that's <laughs> like a thirty two. Nah. Even now, I'm still at a thirty six. Oh shit. <laughs> Sure. But no, like shopping, I remember you would work all summer if you had a job to get mm-hmm. that bread to just have just two, for your back to three, school clothes. four outfits for back to school. <laughs> but as you got smarter, your first week back to school, you didn't wear nothing new. Right. You let the, the rookies exhaust right. their let new clothes. All they new the shit, shit the first <laughs> week. Second, third week is when you pop up with your shit. Right. <laughs> Niggas like, ooh, you fresh. You, you release a piece a week. Ooh. Exactly. Heard. Exactly. Heard. When I got hip, it got a little easier. But like, I came from Catholic school. I didn't think none of this shit mattered. I was like, the fuck? You freshman care about year, this? I copped some, uh, some black constructs. And first day of school, my freshman year, it had to be about 94 degrees. And I had on my fucking chaps sweater. Damn. <laughs> chaps sweatpants and Tim's. I'm like, hey, they going to see all of this shit. <laughs> I'm going to body these niggas when they I'm get sorry. I'm just remembering. I don't know what this might have been my junior year of high school, but I told myself I, I had to cut my hair because it like broke off from mm-hmm. the perm, you know, natural ladies, that creamy crack. The creamy all crack. my hair broke off. And I had to get like a short like bob, like the yeah. mushroom bob oh, that was Lord. cute yeah. back in the day. And I called myself getting a makeover. So, like, I went shopping for my new hairdo. And then I came into school like, I'm here, Look Mitchell. at me, Michelle. Yes. <laughs> it's a new me. Yes. But, yeah, that was my I, t- I remember and how was that received? School. I don't, uh, my bestie made fun of me for a good week. But Damn. It's okay. Shit happens. Now, I remember busting out some new Wallaby Clarks. You remember Clarks Ooh, came out? I had some, you had leather I had or suede? Some, leather I had suede. suede. I had the suede black no, joints. No, I had leather. I had leather. I had leather. No, I had the suede black joints. I remember coming into school and I was like, okay. Because you remember I said the accessories were fine, like in terms of footwear and shit like that. But like clothes, I didn't get that that was that big of a deal. But like I came in with, with Clarks one day and this girl was like, yo, are those Clarks on your feet? And I was like, why does this bitch care? <laughs> <laughs> What's Where on is my she feet? At now? Like, <laughs> She's making... Popeye's chicken sandwiches <laughs> oh, no. on Avenue H. Hey, listeners, girl, who teased Pat about them fucking clocks? <laughs> clocks me prefer. All the hosts are vegan or pescatarian. Right, so we exactly. Need the real, I'm trying to go to, vegan, uh, but I'm about to unvegan that shit. I have, listen, I have, I've been seeing all the press around the sandwiches, and honestly, like, I've been plant-based for a little bit. Like, it's... I don't it's feel time. I don't feel compelled. No, I don't feel compelled to have it. Be- part of me is like, yo, the the government is selling you like human flesh and that shit. It can't be that good. I don't so want we it. Think this is the okay. human, the, the government. This is clone me. This is clone me. I don't want it anyway. But you know what? I won't lie. If someone had a sandwich here in the studio right now. I might take <laughs> a bite. I'm say it's two things that taste delicious. Right. A steak from Mastro's and that clone me from Popeyes. Is it is it that good? That fucking chicken sandwich I is that had good. It yet. But I'm saying, like, I... I've been doing so well. You know what Three I like? Months, me I don't really I like Popeye's confetti sauce. Like, there's a sauce. This is, this, like, confetti Mardi Gras sauce. I don't eat their something. sauces because oh. their sauces have mad high black... fructose corn syrup. Really? really? All, like, oh, shit, listen, I didn't know that. I like the most, sauce. Most ketchup, most biscuit. fast food restaurants, their sauces, whether it's barbecue, sweet and sour, first ingredient, high fructose corn syrup. Damn. So second ingredient. Second ingredient. Nigga, even more high fructose corn syrup. You know what I'm saying? But... I still have to say that I've been to Mastro's and Mad Steakhouses, mm-hmm. and I don't even eat red meat. But sometimes when they back out that filet mignon, mignon. <laughs> and the porterhouses, say no. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? 
we're already paying 10000 for the dinner. Fuck it. Let me just have two pieces of this shit. Now, once in a while, I partake. Fuck it. So I'm saying, with a chicken sandwich, I'll, I'll uh, partake in that shit. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, um, I just, I mean, I don't, I'm maybe. I Well, not even maybe for me. I'm not listen, sure. Listen, even, even our president, when he hosts people, he has hamburgers, he has French fries. Boy. He has pizzas and chicken. Boy. He's he's into that fast food. <laughs> right? He sure fucking his, was. His rhetoric is super trash. Yeah. Just like our lovely police commissioner, Patrick ah. J. Lynch. Ah. <laughs> that boy was heated when uh, Pantaleo got fired. Emphasis on the last name Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> Just in it case y'all like, niggas thought that was Our police officers are now... In danger. We should just stop working. Wait, is he? He's the he's their the head of their union. He's, he's head of the union. Sorry, okay, yeah. I said commissioner. Good catch. I meant the head of the police union, Pat Lynch, who every time the police in New York City can't get away with murder, Here he, he basically Here he cries foul. And since Pantaleo got fired, they're gonna appeal. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna win. <laughs> but since he got fired, the cops I've been encountering. They've been looking a little more. Policey. They don't care. Oh, really? No, no. That's the opposite effect? They've been more like humble with it because they, think about it like, Son killed the man on camera. Word. And for five years, got a, he got promoted and then made 90K a year on a desk job. Like, right now, if you gave me a free check to just like surf the web, mm-hmm. I might just take it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Fucked go up. on www.servbros.com right. and upload content. Duh. <laughs> Duh. But, uh, <laughs> And then plug Black Room Studios. Duh. But he always cries foul anytime somebody does anything that he says is anti-cop. But anti-cop to him is anything that is anti-New City cops getting away with murder. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think that now that Pantaleo has been fired, it's a good thing because in the last two months we've seen in Philly, cops got fired for going on racist sites and posting like, crazy content mm-hmm. it was maybe like 50 cops half of them got fired half of them got suspended and then the union tried to step in and appeal but the, part of your job as a cop and I don't know what's in the contract but I think part of it is like yo you're a civil servant like, you're not above the law right. so all these cop families that feel like oh in the 80s Uncle Joe was a cop in Brownsville so what bro Right. Mm-hmm. like first of all shout out to Brownsville but old Brownsville cops got beat up robbed and I'm not saying that's <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good thing well, it keeps it keep I'm it keeps saying, the the balance. I'm not saying it's a good thing. Get my shirt, but see me out here. Get that. Get all that trash. Trash. You know, trash. Get you a a Troy from. Get you a Troy City Boy shirt when you can. Get you one of these joints. You know what I mean? Mad annoying. Get Mad annoying. But <laughs> I think that it's a good thing that you know he was fired. But the scary part about it is that the Pantaleo Lynch rhetoric mirrors Trump rhetoric. They asked him recently about the exonerated five. And he was like, I spoke to, oh, I've heard from the prosecutor and everyone else. Those guys confessed. So that's what I have to say. Bruh, no. Like, this rhetoric about us as black men being animals and savages Mm -hmm. and all that. And Patrick Lynch's rhetoric of... These communities and this and the third. Mm-hmm. And even Ed Mullins, the head of the sergeant's union, mm-hmm. he got caught reposting like a racist video talking about like black neighborhoods. It's but terrible. these are the people who are in control of the people who are policing our neighborhoods. Yeah. Right. And again, as I said a few episodes ago, 
all of us got to have a thousand degrees and be respectable and, yeah. right. and tuck respect. our shirts in mm-hmm. in order to not be treated like a savage. But people coming into our neighborhoods have way less education and way less self-respect and respect for us. Yeah. Right. I mean, I agree with you. I think it is a good thing that he was fired. I mean, it took half a decade, basically, for him to be fired. But Which is I'm, glad, I'm glad it has happened. I honestly do think the impetus for this was... It's a big word. Uh, you have to find it. <laughs> yeah. De Blasio, the beginning, the reason for, reason, uh, reason being. Yes. Um, the um, When de Blasio was heckled at that last Democratic debate by uh, Tamika Mowry, um, I believe it was yeah. uh, my he son. Smoked, yeah. he, he don't belong um, in no fucking presidential candidate debate, yeah. that nigga. But I think <laughs> because, because the issue was put on a national platform and the attention was brought to it, I don't honestly think before that he was going to go any further than what he had done, which was nothing. But, um, you know, I think because he is in this race, at this point, I think he's just trying to get a spot on the cabinet somewhere. But, somewhere. Because he could not think that he's ever going to win. But my thing is, he's he's trying to right that wrong and keep the few black people that I guess he has on his side mm-hmm. there. But it's sad that it took that for him to force them to to fire him because I'm sure the police commissioner was not trying to fire him but he used his you know power to do so and the police commissioner has nothing else to do but go with it you know Ebro grilled them on the radio and Ebro had a great interview with him he was like listen I'm holding you accountable what are you going to do? He was like... But even then, he was, he the, was, right. still, he was, he was still on the He fence. was like, oh, it's, like, it's O'Neal, it's the commissioner. I promise you, it was because they heckled him on that national platform, and yeah. he felt the need to retort. He tweeted immediately after it happened, yeah. like, I hear you, I see you, right. and we're working. I have a black son, have a black and, a black son right, and a black exactly. wife. Like, but you had them for the past five, five years. years. And you so, sold all these black-ass neighborhoods out to these developers, so nobody's trying to hear what the right. fuck you're talking so, about. So, I mean, I'm a, it's unfortunate that it took that, but I'm glad that it happened, and I I do hope. I honestly thought that the reaction from cops was gonna be sorry, police officers. They don't like that. Don't uh, like I really cops? I thought that the um the reaction from officers is gonna be more like, well, I don't care. Right. Like y'all gonna you gonna hit me up then? Uh, I'm, I'm good. Do what you want to do, and I let the law. But Pantaleo also wasn't a good cop. Staten Island, what I've been told is the dumping ground for cops. All the cops who got behavior issues and mad lawsuits, that's where they get sent to work. Mm. It's right? Staten Island. Yeah, and he's, he's been sued before because during a traffic stop, he strip searched a man during a traffic stop. Who strip searches somebody during a traffic stop? It wasn't like the guy smelled like weed or had like 10 oh guns out. Oh, my God. So that caused the city about $100,000. Mm. It should have cost them Like more. he was a repeat bozo. Right. And now they're trying to fire the people who are on scene that were supervising that situation. Right. But um, I think that the NYPD, with all the suicides, and apparently they offer them, they offer themselves like every other week. <laughs> well, sorry, sorry. <laughs> There's a mental health person in here who works in mental health. <laughs> it's be crazy. Um, I was like, why? NYPD officers are committing suicide at alarming rates. Right. It's a lot of trauma. Anyway. But I mean, look, listen. Not for the like. So the first, the, only, the, first, the first and only thing that comes to my mind when I think about this entire situation, so in college I, I, I majored in sociology, right? And so we had to take the sociology of crime. 
And like really it's the police class. yeah, it's a great it's a great class to be honest, because it really did delve a lot into like what the criminal justice system looks like here and why we do what we do. And the reality is that like a lot of police officers are trained in the us versus them type of mentality. So like it that's why it makes it possible for like black cops, Latin cops, you know what I mean, to still be acting in a way that is prejudicial towards communities that look like them because they are not them. You know 44 people in the Bronx, they're up there wailing right now. <laughs> Hello. Like, it's like, you know, it's easy for them to be like, oh, these guys are savages and I am not like these savages. I am this type of individual because you've been esteemed in whatever kind of way. You've been trained in whatever kind of way. But the reality of the situation is, like, you are just like the people you are serving. And so it gets really, really weird because Pantaleo and, like, they should have been fired a very long time, a very long they time ago. They fired, like, the EMS people that was... But part of that was fucked up was that the people on scene from EMS, they wasn't working on Eric Garner. Like, no, right, right. And then even the guy that recorded the video got into legal trouble he, too. He's in jail right now. Yeah, he's, in he's in jail, jail right jail. now, and like that shit doesn't he, make any sense. He's doing four sense. years on a bullshit gun charge, and he had an interview with I think the the New Yorker, and the CEOs up there they keep hitting him. So essentially, he could have been home by now, but they keep taking his good time. Right. Because Cause he keeps getting he keeps getting violations while right. in jail. But they're giving him Trump the violations. Oh, he takes one to get dressed. Ticket. That's ridiculous. So it's like I think he's done enough time to have been home by now. Yeah. And they're trying to basically like bury him there. Bury him. And even on the visit, like the journalist came there, went to the vending machine and bought him. So if you haven't been to a New York State prison facility to visit somebody, on the visiting floor there's vending machines and there's like hamburgers. There's like yeah, but it's like White Castle burgers. It's right, like, shit is mad good. Anyway, <laughs> there's like mad there's like mad vending machines, and there's a microwave and you can heat up mad sandwiches. They went to interview um, I can't remember his name right now. Pardon me, but it was interviewing old boy who recorded um, Eric Garner, and the CEO was like, "Yo, it don't work. Microwave don't work." And the journalist was like, I'm just going to plug this in. He's like, yo, if you plug that in, the visit's over. The, the microwave worked, but because they felt the way towards him, they was trying to starve him. Starve him? In upstate New York prison, they have a... If you think NYPD is bad, visit an upstate prison facility. It's it's insane. Watch movies like Escape from Danamora. Like, it's It's insane. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know what the climate is going to be, but I'm glad because I I honestly feel like what is going to take to change the officer's behavior in New York is definitely the thought of repercussions for their actions, which nice. is possible termination from your great pension because that's why they're all there so they can do their 20 years and retire early because most of these people start when they're like 18, 19, 20. So by the time they're 40, 50, they're already out on their pension, working second jobs and collecting, going back to their homes in Long Island. So my thing is you do dirt you're going to be treated accordingly. And yep. I feel like they're starting to become more more accountable. accountable. And that is where we'll see the change. But one thing I did want to point out, one of our faithful listeners. Yes, um, faithful listener. Faithful listener. Uh, Miss Tasha Lloyd, Esquire. That's the homies. Shout out to... I heard that down. Esquire. That Esquire banged at the end. I don't know if it banged for y'all. Yeah. Banged I always engage her on, um, on the IG. Mm-hmm. Shout out to homie Tasha Lloyd because she always got... 
Yo, let me. Uh, I'm gonna tell you a story real quick. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but yes, I'm gonna interrupt tell you. Tell us the story. I posted a picture <laughs> of Rikers Island inmates that were adolescents being sent to Albany County Correctional to the shoe special housing unit. Mm-hmm. Essentially, they ended solitary on Rikers, but what they were doing was sending people to solitary upstate to other prisons. I posted that article. And some dude was like, yo, fake news, homie. I've been up north, and it ain't even like that, blah, 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 blah. So I read the joint, and I was ready to just, like, go ham on him. And then I see a comment from Tasha Lloyd. It was like, actually, this is correct, <laughs> because here's what it is. Read the article. Mm-hmm. And then half an hour later, oh, I read the article. Yo, that's crazy. Back in 9-4, I landed in, in uh, C-73 and blah, 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 blah. Shut up. <laughs> Shout out to Tasha. Go ahead. No, but she, like, she definitely holds us down. But she sent me um, an, a posting by the Queen's DA, who basically has made a posting. The new one or? The the, the acting Queen's the DA. The one that stole the election or the? No, oh, the shit. one that did not steal the election. I'm very saddened by Tiffany had that term. shit in the bag, bitch. Yeah, she did. She really did. And they came, they came from out of nowhere. But you know what? Everything happens for a reason. Sure um, but... Um, she sent me something from the Queen's DA. It was, uh, you know, they do their regular um, PR releases of um, information. And so what they did is they set up a post that apparently in 2020, there's going to be some new bail laws where New York State judges cannot set bail on certain felonies like armed robbery, not, not armed robberies, but in-home in burglaries, invasions, robberies, certain um, is it by narcotics. Class or? I don't really know what it's by cast. I'm reading it. I think I think it's just robberies, burglaries. This man, bro, is robbery C, is robbery B, robbery D. I didn't even they know they were different types. They will be able to set bail on residential burglaries, robberies, Wait, no bail. aided by another, both of which are classified as violent felonies. All but one of the most serious narcotics felonies, most nonviolent felonies, including manslaughter in the second degree and other crimes you may consider violent and most misdemeanors. And Queens only. Well, no, I think this is, I think this is statewide. They're ending bail. They're ending, these are new bail laws. So what they did was make a post of the neighborhood of Queens and put the areas where the past, those past crimes that they named where most of them had taken place so that people in their neighborhood could see how many crimes, how many of those crimes could take place. And they're basically like, um, these people charged with crimes will walk out the doors of Rikers Island, back into your neighborhood. Oh, they basically. Oh, oh it's, it's no so bail. There's no bail. No bail. It's a release on recognizance. Right, release on recognizance. These are these are new laws, right? So what they do is like it's fear mongering. It's like yes. telling the neighborhood, oh, look at what happened. Look at what your state legislators did. They're allowing these criminals back into your neighborhood, and you should be should be aware yeah you know and you should be scared i mean honestly out of all the the ones you mentioned the one that makes me most apprehensive is a burglary because a burglary as far as i can recollect is the breaking and entering into a dwelling under the cover of night to commit a felony they're in i read that somewhere in a book yeah what's point of time (laughs) right but i think that for somebody to burgle your crib you got to be ready to just you know I don't like to me burglary is like one of the worst crimes you could you can commit. commit yeah. Like manslaughter means that you cause somebody's death, but it may not have been your intent when it right. first started. A robbery 
I never respected robbers. Because you, you basically strong them somebody out of their shit. But a burglary to me, bringing it, bring it into somebody's crib, to me is like the, the biggest bozo crime. You could do. Now, granted, it's separate because the biggest, biggest bozos is rape, right. kid rape. Right. Oh my um, God, yeah. Like, like box stealers are, yeah. are never going to be looked at in high regard. In my box stealers. Box stealers. Yes. I agree. <laughs> We're with you, piano. But I mean, well, like, the the part that like gets me often is like the 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 similarities between like Trump's rhetoric and like you know some of the rhetoric between like Pat, Pat Lynch. You know, it's like really protective of people like that should face some kind of repercussion. Yeah, no, it makes me think of right. It makes me think of like the um, you know, when they had that 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 um protest in was it North Carolina, Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlottesville. Was that mm-hmm. it? Yeah, Charlottesville. Virginia. And yeah, yeah, Virginia. And he and he was just like there were bad people on both sides. It's like, yo, but we only have one side on camera running a car through people. Yo, so right, like, right, let's right. address that shit. Literally, you know what I mean? Over. And he even said recently, we had background check. First he said he actually he actually called these guys in dates in Dayton and in um the El Paso. He actually said domestic terrorists. Ridiculous. A week later, we don't need background checks. We have them ready. <laughs> and once you once you understand what you're up against, I tell people all the time, it's like, yo, bro, the system isn't broken. Right. Because the system it's, as it is... Is meant, is it's meant exactly to work this way. It's doing what it's supposed to do. Ever since 1876, Word. when Rutherford B. Hayes became president instead of Samuel J. Tilden in the end of Reconstruction, this shit was ordained to be the way it is. Right? Ever since Hoover became head of the FBI, the shit was ordained to be the way it is. Mm-hmm. Meaning, there's always going to be an element that controls everybody else. Get my shirt. Boy. There's always <laughs> going to be an element that controls everybody else to make it so that... You gotta get the gonia too. Get my gonia and my shirt, B. I'm sick of him. But anyway, <laughs> there's always going to be an element that wants brown people to be either enslaved, free labor... Mm-hmm. Or both, mm-hmm. and what you understand that instead of beefing as rappers and doing all that mm-hmm. niggery type stuff, right. you can become a Jay Morrison and start a, a real estate fund. Mm-hmm. You can buy back your block, as Jazzy says all the time, and she was getting at me the other day for saying that I'm playing <laughs> respectability politics. <laughs> she said that we need to buy back the block, and I we said do. yes, we do, but we need also need to stop riding dirt bikes. <laughs> The dirt bikes they out of control. They have nothing to do with one another. Yes, they do. Because no, they the other don't. day, I was on... What shoe was I on? What was I at? I was on... I was on Franklin and Bergen. hmm And some young ruffian <laughs> on an ATV almost hit my car. Really? I could have ran clear over, son. Did you, did you tell him to pull over and have a chat with him? No. I said, get the fuck out the way. <laughs> And, I and, think and that then these another are time, seven. another mm-hmm. time, I was mm-hmm. on Will Moore in '96. Okay. And four toughs were willying down the block. I said, "Yo, what are you doing? I can't drive." The cops used to hit them with the car and 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 arrest them and all that. And they said, "Stop doing that," because I, uh, uh, like, two of them got killed. What? <laughs> what? A few years ago, cops killed people on dirt bikes, like hitting them, trying to stop them. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a true story, but. 
I think that as a people, we got to stop doing corny shit like that, like riding 18 dirt bikes through traffic. Not even for the cops, for our own sense of, like... Well, I mean, for their own their own personal safety, that is not safe. safe. I literally get anxiety every time I see people doing willies on, like, these dirt bikes for long. And, I mean, they're very skilled. It's very impressive. They not. But, you know, like, at least do it with a helmet. My thing is, like, why are you doing all this without a helmet? Like, God forbid why something you, happened to you. Why are you stopping traffic and all this, like, fam, like... You brought that into the conversation when I was telling people to be active in their community boards <laughs> and you talk about people on dirt bikes. They have nothing to do with one another. They, those people on the dirt bikes should be involved with their community boards as well. I think that people on dirt bikes need to listen. Meek Mill caught his last bid a two to four because of dirt bikes. Is it worth it, bro? It's not like, explain to me, anybody out there that's super hood likes dirt bikes explain to me why dirt bikes i just think it's popular because the, the rest of the hood is doing it that's just stupid they're unlicensed vehicles that should not be in the road i think people just do them because of meat mill i agree yeah that's what that's that's what i deduce but whatever please bless us with your work word Butterfly in the sky, I can go twice as high. Take a look, it's in a book, a reading rainbow. My woke word of the week. Y'all ready? Yeah. Y'all ready? Today's woke word is brought to you by the good people at Webster's. <laughs> Webster's, give us a check. Give us, give us a check, please. Give us that check, Webster's. But today's word is baffle gab. Can everyone say it with me? Baffle, baffle gab. gab. Beautifully. Baffle gab is, stands for incomprehensible or pretentious language, especially bureaucratic jargon. Okay? All of us showing up for work on Monday are familiar with baffle gab, ladies and gentlemen. All right? So I'll use it in a sentence for you. Y'all ready for it? The next time. <laughs> the next time a city boy. Jumps into whoa, your whoa, DM. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, whoa. Yeah, yeah. You like raggedy, energy. You raggedy hot girl. You like raggedy hot girl. He jumps into your DMs with some baffled gab. Sick. You raggedy hot girl. <laughs> <laughs> Have a fruit bowl. Have a fruit girl. Excuse that lame nigga out of your DMs. Okay, we don't accept baffled gab. Bowl, hot girl. Over baffle here, gab. okay? So baffle gab, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you can fight this if you want to, but I'm gonna keep my son I'm Troy. Gonna keep on. my Troy's unite. Oh my Troy's unite, B. Troy. Put your leather vest on. Let's pull up, B. What Guess actually what? happened in that scene? Because I don't remember. He with was Troy. being he was so being a clown and she wasn't allowing it. Layla Rashawn, 40 pounds ago. Oh my god. Oh my god. Now you really, you really <laughs> We did, we did, did we talk about that? I mean, we haven't spoken about We that. haven't even spoken about it because that meant up. Nicole Murphy was out here kissing her husband on vacation. Wasn't that he the case? He went to pick up Layla Rashawn 40 pounds ago, mm-hmm. way to exhale, for a family BBQ. Uh-huh. And oh my God. he had pre-gamed a little bit. So he's like, hey, come downstairs. And she's like, Tra, I'm not going to deal with you. He was like, come on. She mean my mama. She's like, no, I don't. He's like, you know the problem with all you women? And she's like, take your leather vest in the summer wearing, 
blah, 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 trying to curse him out. So he picks up an orange and says, have her a fruit bowl, tramp. And tries to throw it. And then she throws like an anvil at him or something crazy and, and harms him. Stop it. Gravely harms him. <laughs> He's not gravely harmed. Is this how the scene ends that chips. way. That's how the scene ends. That is, uh, that is not exactly how the scene ends. That's how I remember it. <laughs> I watched it last Says week. Says the guy with Troy's image on your shirt. Before I made this shirt, I watched the movie. <laughs> well, not the movie, that scene on YouTube. And that's that. Listen, Troy was a Troy was happened. a city boy. He was a city boy the entire movie, and she fucking clapped that city boy ass exactly. by the end of the movie. And exactly. and that's that's it. That's the point. And where is she now? Listen, she <laughs> fucking fat and happy. Hello, that's where the fuck she, she got is. ducats. What's up? Exactly. Listen, What's up? Get mad love <laughs> at night. And on Pornhub. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Is there a bomb? Can we drop a bomb on that, Sam? <laughs> but Fat oh is also state of mind. So listen. Listen. <laughs> that is state of mind. Because listen, during the week. I'm tired. I'm too tired of this, Jazzy. I'll be getting my cursed out. Listen, ladies, if you're 200 pounds, that's okay. If you're 220, that's okay. Listen, two, 250 and under, based on your height, that's okay. <laughs> based uh, on your height. Caveat. Are you listen. are you hearing this? No, listen because who is rating you niggas? <laughs> no one is rating you niggas. You baloney eating niggas. Listen, no one is rating them guts. I got a follower. She told me she's five eight two hundred, and she's happy with her with her, her boyfriend. Okay, and he likes every every pound and every inch. Good. And I'm like, that's cool. I didn't know she was two hundred pounds, <laughs> so I'm not about to call. I don't put a weight on it. Fat, fat is a state of mind. Fat's a diet. Listen. Wait, what are, what are, what are your followers saying when they like, uh, my weight limit is whatever my Ikea furniture can hold? You be wailing in my DMs. <laughs> but, oh, my um, God. Shout out to all my... Ladies, five seven and taller. Listen, and taller. we love the fluffy ladies. We love the stallion fluffy. ladies. We love all of them. Fluffy. Stallion is a male so horse. what's up? Listen, sir, we are just <laughs> talking about the women with some fucking, you know, height and a little bit of body on them too. Like they Listen, need love. I've always been a larger lady lover, so <laughs> I'm never gonna trash the the fat. To me, fat is like I don't know. I don't Kirby shaped. I can't call. A woman fat. Mm-hmm. I can only say poorly shaped. Poorly, poorly built. Poorly badly built. Badly built. Badly built. Badly built. Those built words girls. are, sir, right, that's a, like assault. You, I don't know if, if I agree with that. You, but you got curves, it's like it, it all works out. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, then you are you poorly shaped. You can't be 280 shaped. with an A cup and no ass. Nah. <laughs> Turn his mic off. That's it, Sam. That's it. Last episode of the season, Sam. You got to show us where the button is at. It's ridiculous now. This has to be stopped. If you're 250, <laughs> but you it's got over. double Ds and a 45-inch wagon. Nah. That you dragging Nah. Them, like, Don't let this up. keep going, pull Sam. Up. Stop, please. Not on me. I got a whole family in there. No. And two kids and all that. But I'm saying no. in general. No. It's over. It's okay. No. It's no right. I'm serious. Like, listen, if you got, like, curvatures on you and it's All down, I'm saying is nobody is doing this much for the dudes. Y'all niggas be out here sweating butter and nobody says fucking nothing to y'all. And Flatbush. <laughs> Stop. Everywhere. On Summers, too. It's all <laughs> Summers. Summers or Summers and Rockaway. You niggas Sweat and butter chubby too. gangbangers with beards. That's not I my problem. I don't have a chubby gangbanger with be- with a beard. I don't. I, I do. How you gonna be, <laughs> how you be a gangbanger and you chubby? You can't run from bullets. You can't fucking protect me. Nothing. Because like, you, you're giving orders. Yo, 
Oh, no, no. Oh, no. no you no, keep no, that no, breathing no. to yourself. Oh, no. Yo. Oh, no. Yo. No. Yo. Yo, it's, it's some way through. No, like, sir. That gorilla black, Biggie breathing. Like, yeah, I love that. You said Biggie breathing? Boy. Big boys do get more love than the big girls, though. That's it's, what I'm it's, saying. It's a fact. It's true. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, we so tough on the big girls. Like, for what? Like, you niggas, you no. niggas be acting like y'all don't love big girls for real. Like, I know mad big girls. Us. I know us. mad big girls. Beautiful, confident big girls who are slaying half of these skinny girls' boyfriends in the dark. That's like, because them women pull up and you thinking it's cute. Next thing mm-hmm. you know, you get put in a figure four. Stop <laughs> it. You, but the gag is you asked for the figure four. <laughs> you asked for it. That's the gag. The gag is you asked that bitch to put you in the fucking figure four. You wanted to know what it feel like. <laughs> she like, showed you. I can't breathe. She's like, okay, you made your choice. <laughs> you you picked option A. I cannot. He dies, he dies. Shout out to the Fluffies, B. Word. Shout out to the Fluffies. Word. Get the ladies some love. Them ladies deserve But what time love. is it? Hey! Wait, no, wait. Let's get on the same beat. Everybody clap it up. Uh, 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 uh. Ask. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, Z. Yeah! My shit, your shit, you know it. Figure <laughs> Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Yes, Jazzy. Um, Talk it's to the, us. It's the end of the season. It is. And I thought about what better way to than to talk about long distance relationships. Okay. I know a lot of people in some. Yeah. I've been in one before. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, I think in the age of technology, people are just more open okay. to the option of being in these sorts of relationships. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to pose the question to the stereo bros. You know, what are your thoughts on long distance relationships? Can they last and be fruitful and turn into long term commitments? Mm. I think it kind of depends on how the woman plays her position. I had this talk this week with a few of my geysers, and it's just like women want men that are accomplished, but when they get accomplished, men is like, you're too busy. And I think that when you add in the distance to that, I'm getting crazy looks, but when you add in the distance <laughs> to that, it becomes exponentially harder because certain professions, right? Engineer, doctor, lawyer, even if you like a, an entrepreneur, you're working around the clock. So you don't have that much time free. And it's like women, most women want time. They don't want money. They want, you know, sausages and time basically, right? <laughs> And true, true. <laughs> I didn't see a lie in there, right? But it's like I didn't, I didn't necessarily detect a lie. But continue. If you grinding, if you grinding, you chasing that bag. You don't have as much time for her as she would want. So she may want you to like go to dinner three times a week, and you trying to just grind. But when you add a distance to it, it becomes exponentially difficult. Back in the day, like my now wife, um, we had distance between us. She was in the city, I was in Smallbany. She came up, I would go down, we would go back and forth. It worked because I wasn't that busy. But at the same time, it was just like, we made it a point to, it was like, okay, during the week, we can't speak that much, but on the weekends, we'll link, mm. right? But I also saw potential in her. I saw the future in her. I saw a person that I can see myself having a family with. Right. 
had other young ladies that I dealt with before her that I felt like weren't bad women, but we didn't have a strong enough connection to begin with. To put that energy. So when they started to work right. like across the country, there wasn't enough keeping me like mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, well, she over there, so I'm going to just, you know, see what she's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Little did I know that Shorty had like a homegirl on campus spying on me. Of course. But I um, mean, right. I think the key Why to not? it, I, I think the key to it is the connection, but also yeah. if y'all are both busy enough, it can work. I think if she work at Pop Copy and you are like super busy or vice versa. Mm-hmm. If he had Pop Copy and you were doctor, it ain't going to work because they're not going to stay in your level of grind. I think... The Bible says you got to be evenly yoked, but that also extends to careers, right? Mm-hmm. If y'all are both going hard in your respective careers, mm-hmm. it can work. If you're both mad busy, it works. If one person is less accomplished, in my opinion, it won't work because the person will be like, well, I went to work from nine to five and I stopped working at three. How come this person is still at work at six? Mm-hmm. They're not going to understand your level of busy. And mm-hmm. then on top of that, when you're long distance, it's proximity. So if... I'm in D.C., and the chick I'm talking to is in Texas, let's say Austin. Mm-hmm. I'm in D.C. at happy hours, and it's mad women asking me what I do for a living, because in mm-hmm. D.C., that's what they do. That's right. exactly right? the first question. So what do you do? <laughs> they look at your badge first. Right. <laughs> so where do you work? And she's in Austin, and, I, and it, I, I'm at happy hours, and it's like four or five women, you know, we chilling, and she in Austin with mad widows. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my people in Austin. Um, it may not work because we're just not on the same wavelength in terms of busyness. Because mm-hmm. Austin is a, a tech city, so she may have more time on hands than I do in D.C. I mm-hmm. think that's the main thing is like, are you as busy as the other person? And mm-hmm. two, do you have a strong enough connection such as you see yourself together long term such that the physical isn't the most important thing? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times that yearning for physical desire would lead people to go back to the ex- Right. Or the mm-hmm. next. Right. And you get next out. I think long distance relationships are a possible if um you just are respectful. Like I like I don't I don't know how else to frame it. Like mm-hmm. long distance relationships are very, very likely for me. Mm-hmm. Only because like I've got my own like shit happening. Mm-hmm. I value freedom. She's giving out green cards, fellas. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Night and day fiance. <laughs> Sassy pictures. <laughs> I cannot do this anymore, Sam. Where's the goddamn button? <laughs> no, but like sincerely, it's like I um, I've seen a couple people do the long distance relationship thing. I've never done it personally, mm-hmm. but I don't. And I forgive me for like speaking prematurely, maybe. But mm-hmm. like I don't necessarily see a problem with making it work. I feel mm-hmm. like um, so long as you're respectful. I, I know what it is, and you know what it is. We're not in the same space, but we know what it is, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I can trust that you're going to play your position over there, and I'll do mine over here. And then when we link, it'll be exciting, because we don't right. get a chance to see each other that often. Mm-hmm. And so, make the heart grow fonder. I think so. And so, like, I don't necessarily think that they're a bad thing. It's just when, again, like, again, like what you, to your point, uh, P&L, like, if you have a job that is a bit more... Uh, not as hectic as your partners, mm-hmm. then maybe they would leave room for error because, like, you're sitting at home kind of waiting for this person's day to end. 
or something. And that's not necessarily fun. Whereas, you know, I have, you know, dated people who they're, they're freelancing. I'm freelancing. Like, you know, it's about a bag. Like we're paper chasing at the same time. So if my day ends at midnight, your day ends at 11 PM, it's very similar, you know, mm-hmm. and it doesn't even matter if we're on the same coast. It doesn't matter if we're in the same like state, mm-hmm. you know, like we're just doing the same kind of thing and we can respect each other's hustle enough to not violate wherever we're at yeah and so i think that it can work if the people are i was gonna ask in terms of like a Mm follow-up does like proximity matter uh i think so but i feel like in the in the time of technology like we have oh just in case you just in case i wasn't sure if we were popping bottles in here just in case I wasn't sure if we was popping bottles or nothing. Like. It's that podcast, Money B. No, no, it's actually Prosecco. It's like $16 a bottle. Love Prosecco. <laughs> it's and actually, it's quality. It's very it's affordable. Very, very affordable. It's tremendous. We're practical tremendous. ballers over here. We're practical um, ballers. But yeah, I don't think, I, to me, I don't think proximity matters as much these days. But I do think, you know, you don't want to be on and living in, you know... Your your boo is in Africa. You're in right. Antarctica. Like that's just that's a little know, much. Not, that's that's just, a friendship. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I think you know if you if you have the ability to see one another, I would think every with at least I think at the most you should go is like three months. Like okay. I don't that's think a long three time. months is a long time. It is, but that's the, that's the outlier, right? Now, but that's my girl, Nabi. Would you fund? Let me ask you a question. So, if you're dating some, well, I mean, you're you're. This is your. This is now your past life. But like, say you were dating somebody who is like, hey, Lorraine. Say you were. (laughs) It's my baby. I had to say it. (laughs) Say you like are dating somebody who is like you know in another state or whatever. Would you you would put in for them that person to make sure they can come see you regularly? Like, say okay, Uh, just making sure. I just want to know. Definitely. I mean, I like. I think like. Uh, like New York to DC, right? For yeah. example, that's an Amtrak ride. That's like an that's Amtrak. A, I pay for her ride. Right. 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 I don't even think that's like really a long distance relationship. Right, right. Honest, but right. if you and like, so... she didn't catch it. She didn't catch it. I oh she didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Wait, I was what? saying I'm gonna pay for her ride because when she gets, she gonna ride again. Ha. Uh-huh. She caught it <laughs> officially. That was her catching. I caught it. I caught it. It was caught. Um. But yeah, like I don't think like that to me is like nothing. But I'm talking about like cross, you know, bi coastal, right? L. A. New That's York, right? You know, out of the country, international relationship. Like it might not be as feasible for you to see each I other. Had an like ex who who worked at um an organization that she traveled a lot. I'm not gonna say the organization. Okay. I ain't gonna hot her up, but right. um, she was traveling a lot, mm-hmm. and it was just like. Early on, it was it was cool. I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. But then it was just like, I'm on a college campus, and I'm just like, it's chicks in my face, and I'm just like, you not here, you not here. Shit. Where you like, at, boo? But I Baby, just think that's more of a testament to that's where you were in life, and you weren't ready to make that step. Like, and whoa, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, what you're not going to do is revictimize the victim. <laughs> what? You were not a victim. I was a victim. <laughs> How were you a victim? Okay. I was forced into the bed of other women. Jazzy, Jazzy, see right there, forced. right there. You see the city boy. F O R C T. Forced. It's creeping up. That it's is creeping the city boy. 
It's creepy. Like, I just, I just think that if you have something established, if you're at a certain place in life with someone and you have boundaries, like, I think the key to long-distance relationships are boundaries yeah. and, like, really expectations of what you want for the other. Because I'm sure there's long-distance relationships that work where it's kind of like, look, if I'm not in your city and, and, you know, you need to go do you as long as I don't know about it, I'm sure people have certain situations where right. that's allowed, go you know? Dick I, I'll see you next week. Why she gotta be getting a dick dog? Right. Why you not out here? Go eat a fur burger. Why you not here with a fur burger? Right. What's up? Exactly. Because you niggas are like garbage disposals. Y'all oh, niggas shit. be out here fucking oh, fur burgering it up. Don't lie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, <laughs> first of all. We not talking we not talking to you or Mr. Sam. Because well, we talking to the rest all. of these niggas out here. Yo, fellas, stop stop being out here eating any you know, fur Gar- burger. Garbage disposal ass niggas. <laughs> y'all giving Hashef Soup mad quotables. Stop it. Stop it. No, I'm just I'm just here to keep it equitable, okay? In case right, anybody like, wanted to know what was up. Yeah, but like bound, boundaries need to be set and yeah. expectations need to be set about what you want. And I also think that like goals, like depending, like I always used to say, and this was years ago, that I would never get into a long distance relationship in the beginning. Like kind of like if it happened where I was dating someone and then they happened to, to move, move, then okay, but I would never get into it. But that's changed. You say a lot of things, and yeah. I've tried that's it. That's changed. I've been I've, in, I've been too. in long distance relationships where yeah. it didn't, where we started out being long dis, being long distance. I think it's tough. I think if you have like that initial strong connection, that will carry you because I've I've done it where the person lived on the other side of the country, mm-hmm. and but that see, was a challenge. But I, I felt like we were able to kind of like I want to talk to you. You know, like the city to Albany because I. I said a few episodes ago, like a chick that I met that was dope was in Charlotte, and I was in Albany, and I, I just was like, nah. But Charlotte I've done, to Albany is I've done like ways, Brooklyn though. to Jersey, and I've done like <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn to the Bronx Jersey. could be considered a long distance relationship. I did Albany to the city, and I'm just like, is again. I think if you're busy enough, such that the physical isn't the most important thing, right? Mm-hmm. Then maybe, but it's also it's like that. So it's like if you seen each other like three or four times a month, mm-hmm. it's like I, right, I'm gonna wait till this weekend. Because mm-hmm. I, I remember Friday nights, you know, I would catch up with with old girl, and it's just like I, right, we ordering bad carbs, we we drinking, and next thing you know, it's just like the weekend is lost in, in each other's like loins. Like it's just like this thing said. I think it's out of the word. So y'all ain't going nowhere. Y'all just Netflix and chilled and ate and fucked? This is before Netflix. Oh my God. You just like Parmesan wings and pasta and pizza and. But that sounds like that was was more of a physical. And and apple juice. And it's just like. I agree with you, Jazzy. That sounds like more of a physical connection. You're just like rolling up, smoking. Oh, that's a love. That's love. Roll around, smoking. Next thing you know, it's just like. All my mans may have been like on the road for the weekend uh-huh. and come Sunday, you know, she going back home and I'm just like, that was fun. That was fun. And, and then, like, I think part of it's, part of it is kind of like where you at in life because from a male perspective, it's like, I tell all my female friends, you actually need a guy that's more seasoned because he's the guy that's going to be more loyal because he mm-hmm. don't, feel like he's missing anything mm-hmm. right? the guy that's mad green and ain't really been around and had girlfriends in his life the moment that you make him popping because what women do what y'all do is y'all buy guys nice shirts and 
Yo, we do be leveling don't niggas let up. These do, hey, it's Jazzy said. Don't get them flying until you got a ring. Period. Let them be a bum. Hat Shep suit is, is solidifying that shit. More attention be a bum. Fuck that. Right? No, I could dress you. Like, <laughs> Listen, this out, is listen. the made a couple niggas in their hands. Hey, hello. Out, I was out <laughs> for my anniversary dinner a few weeks ago at um Brooklyn Chop House, which is like a super mixy-ass steakhouse. Yeah. And... I'm there with my wife, and she bought me the, the sports coat I had on. Right. Bought me the handkerchief, bought me the watch I had Because she's the shit, duh. Bought me the, the smoker that I was wearing. Duh, because she's right? the shit. So bad bitches Factory. do. What Factory. up, Labor Factory. But it was just like, it was mad other women in there, but all I was thinking about was being out with the, my lady chilling. Like, I right. wasn't like, oh my gosh, these, these women are here. Like, but if I was a guy that hadn't really, like, lived my life, I'd have been like, Oh my gosh! Like that woman over there, and it was like it was right. mad yoinks in it. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying, but mm-hmm. I think that women need to get to the guy that's already been through enough, so that they can know that okay, he's gonna be down for you because he's already been through. Like mm-hmm. his mileage, like high mileage guys are, are better for women. The other way around isn't always true. All I'm Excuse me. Is bad. I said isn't always true. I, I didn't say it was anything bad. Oh okay. And well, don't. Don't be on that Angela Yee, like, vice versa. Like, you're better than that. Don't do that. Don't what do you that. mean? No, because it's true. Well, All I'm listen. saying is if every guy is pretending to be a high-mileage well, guy... Hold on, hold on. Because if Jazzy is on her Angela Yee right now... How is she on her Angela Yee? I'm on my equal opportunity. Like, you know, women, right? men, you know, equal planes. Equality. Pay-wise, yes. Pay them the same. Don't do that. Don't do Pay that, P&L. <laughs> <laughs> but answer your question more fully... I think that long distance, in my opinion, I think you have to have the connection first. Mm-hmm. I think you can't start off a relationship as long distance because you can't build that connection if you're that far apart. And I think it's also proximity because if it's like a two-hour drive, it's different than if it's like a plane ride. A plane hours. ride. That's a fact. I think that does matter. But again, like to your point, like connection I think is fairly important because you're, you're willing to do a lot if, if the connection is strong there, enough right. and so I feel what like what if you the... talk every day like like I feel like and I and also long, I'm, I'm, I apologize for cutting you off no, it's you do talk good. more when it's long distance you talk more you talk more you talk and more. you and you communicate more and I think it's more meaningful communication because it's kind of like well this is all we got so exactly. you're gonna get to know one another more than like okay well I can see that person whenever so we talk every once in a while because i'm gonna see you on the weekend we're gonna do we're gonna go on one date this at least this weekend but you're not as as um forced to communicate and depend on that communication i think that's the biggest thing when it comes to a relationship in general whatever is communication and how Mm -hmm. you communicate with that person i will say long distance wise the chicks i dated that was in different states we would have so much more like like phone sex and it's just like Oh yeah! Like oh, <laughs> when yes. I see you, I'ma do this and I'ma do that and I'ma do this yes. and I'ma do that. So it was like, if it's somebody you have a, a strong connection with, and and she's like, oh, I had a rough day today. I wish she was here to like give me a massage. And I'm like, yo, when I see you, and like, phone sex is of, is underrated, man. It is. I don't. I don't know if I do. If I can be out here doing anybody. She's dating Flatbush Tufts who are you. Always first of available. all, first of all, leave Flatbush out of your. Damn my <laughs> My foot crow. My foot crow. Flatbush. <laughs> Flatbush, they will not disrespect you in here while I'm sitting crow. in this studio. 
Well, Stereo Bros are here for long-distance relationships. We are. We, we like are. It. We love it. We're here for whatever works. Hello. Exactly. Go get your 90-day fiance. Facts. <laughs> we're, not, we're not capping. We're not capping. Ooh, but who might be? Young. Oh, shit. Your boy, Jay-Z. Ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't read the article already, go to SeriBros.com and read the article. If, if It's asking if Jay-Z is capping. He's capping. Play on words. As a New Yorker born and raised in Brooklyn, I don't say no cap because that's Atlanta slang. But what no cap means what's is... The equivalent, what's the New York equivalent? You gassing no it. You gassing it. You fronting. You fronting. You a fraud. You fronting, son. Word. You fronting, son. Word. Word is born, son. Word. <laughs> All these... I don't even... I People under 25, I don't get mad at for saying no cap. Mm-hmm. They don't it's, know anybody. It's people that's in their 30s saying no cap and I'm like... Yo, you are the biggest form of bozo because you're not like being New York. Growing up, we was proud to be New Yorkers. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, cats is just going with whatever slang. Fuck I think 12. some whatever. people fuck twelve. Whatever. What's fuck twelve? Instagram. That's Atlanta slang for fuck the the police. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Twelve is a code in Atlanta for the police. Oh, I didn't know that. We don't have that here. Like being New York. Yeah. I think because of social media and stuff like that, people don't know a, where things are coming from. It's a flatter world. It's true that yeah, now there's, a flatter less, world. there's less boundaries in Word. terms of geography. I get that. Mm-hmm. But people I'll be around still hold to their New York shit. Right. No, I mean, some I mean, things Some things are going to stay true. That's a that's a fact. Like, even saying that's a fact is a very Brooklyn <laughs> shit. Like, it's, it's very New that's York. Like, I, I didn't even realize that, like, how New York I speak, you know, right. when people are I'll be talking. at work like, oh, shit. I said yeah to a client. Oh shh. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, not for yeah. nothing. Like uh, that's a, yeah, that's like, regular. Like I watch. So sometimes I watch the eighty five South show, and I like them. What's that? That's like DC Young Fly, um, Carlos funny. Miller, He's and Chico Bean. Not funny. But sometimes I watch their show and like they they did a show in New York once and none of them are from New York. So they were trying to mimic like some of the talk from New York and they was like dead ass B, dead ass son or word to my mother son. And I was like, I was like, oh, we don't speak that that way. And then when I was like, they said something about cursing out a person in in Brooklyn, like New York lingo. And I was like, oh shit, if I had to do that, it would de- it would sound like dead ass, like you clowning, yeah. like, oh. <laughs> no bullshit, no funny shit on my life, word to my mother, like I'm not playing with you, mm-hmm. like you a dead ass fraud right now. <laughs> and it was no different than what the fuck these niggas were saying at the show, like. Nah, it's, it's, it's true. I mean, as a through and through New Yorker, I uh, have to code switch, but as I get more comfortable at work, I code switch less. But sometimes I say shit and I'm just like, I'm looking at the reactions of people's face. I'm like, oh shit, I should have. You should have, yeah. I should have softened that. I should have softened that. Just a bit. A little bit to add the ER to it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, here, an ER is an AH. Ah, true. So. But you know what? Like, we, we ain't fitting in today's spaces. We, 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 we're spreading our wings in our own. Or so. ask or axe. <laughs> right. Well, that's one thing I don't do is I don't ever say axe. Um, no, but in terms of the whole Jay-Z and Kaepernick thing, mm-hmm. I think that people need to understand that Jay-Z is trying to own an NFL franchise. Mm-hmm. I don't think Jay-Z understands that NFL franchise ownership is passed down through legacies, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like Al Davis owns the Raiders. He dies. Who owns the Raiders now? Al Davis' son. Right. Right. 
Like, the likelihood of you buying a, a sports franchise, unless you start one, is slim to none. Like, Jeter bought the Marlins. Mm-hmm. The Marlins are trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Granted, it's him and a team of people that bought the franchise. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z, the whole NFL situation, the NFL is probably one of the few sports leagues where old white guys can still have control mm-hmm. and get away with it because they make so much fucking money mm-hmm. and they have so much control over the union that is not changing anytime soon. Baseball has changed a lot because baseball is dominated by Latin players. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. The NBA is dominated by black players. Yes. The NHL is dominated by Canadian and European players. The NFL? And HL. And HL. Okay, oh yeah. Soccer is, is a different world. De- definitely. It's the world sport. Like, literally. And the, the WNBA. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I, I know where you're going with this shit. I know you're going with this shit. Just I keep watched, it going I with your point. I watched the game last week. Leave the, end of, leave the WNBA out of this shit, right? Just I continue with your point. I watched the game last week. And sir. old girl from the WNBA is on Love Hip Hop. They, you know, um, sir, ooh. sir, sir. They, P&L, Mr. P&L. <laughs> Please oh, continue uh, with your Mimi's point. Mimi's girlfriend? Yeah. Please continue with your point. Please continue with Please. Please continue with your point. They know Shit. me well. <laughs> um, no, but it's it's like you're not going to that was good. You're not going to <laughs> step in and say, Well, we'll change the culture inside out. The NFL is not changing. No, they're not. It's not. Period. Yeah. How is it gonna go until the NFL ends? Quarterbacks make the most money. Mm-hmm. Running backs. Wide receivers are disposable, which are predominantly black positions with average careers of three years, mm-hmm. are disposable. So for Jay-Z to think that, oh, well, this is, it's about action, what action are you taking by partnering with, like, I saw in the gram, it was basically like, what he basically did was went to the buses in Selma and said, play the Temptations. <laughs> During the boycott. Like, what are you gaining by partnering with them? Yeah. I'd rather you just, I I'd rather you just say that it's a business it's move, both, right. SMD, mm. than to be acting like you're still halfway in the struggle. Jay-Z has done what he's done. And listen, this is not me. Listen, I don't have a feeling towards Jay-Z as a man, mm-hmm. but I'm also not the kind of guy that looks to celebrities to, like... Save him. To, right. To save me. Like, yeah. I save myself. Like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to save my own family, and I'm going to save my peoples, myself. Right. I don't look to, like... I do what I do on my own. I do my own activism type shit. I don't look to a celebrity to to do anything for me. What I didn't what I didn't like about it was I felt and I mean again, we just saw clips from a entire press conference that I don't believe everything was shown about what right. they spoke Agreed. about. But the one clip where he said, you know, kneeling, you know, no disrespect to Cap, but we're past that. I'm like, no, I don't know if we're past that. Yeah, I don't know that we're past it. The 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 act of him doing it and being, I don't even, it wasn't even a defiant act. It wasn't defiant. It was an expression of frustration to bring um, n- notice to the senseless Situation. killings of black males at the hands of police. Mm-hmm. And to me, to say, oh, he did that, it's over, is very much downplaying the the personal um, sacrifice that Colin Kaepernick made for people at the same time 
where he's still not playing, you know what I mean? And I think some people are like, oh, well, he took a deal. We don't know what deal he took, blah, 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 blah. Right. But he clearly had more of a viable career to go in the NFL, and he sacrificed that for a bigger cause. So for me, him kind of looking down on it, because that's what I feel like it was. It was kind of like, uh, you know, we're over that. You know, like, that came, that went, and now we're on to bigger things. I don't think it was his place to do that. For me, if... It's kind of like, you know, you have your mind. People have said Martin Malcolm. I don't think it's a similar case right. here. But it's just two people, two different people with different philosophies or different ways that they're trying to make a way. We can't downplay each other's way right. to make a way. We can't. We you know? It, 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 if you want to do it one way, then, you know, more power to you. But don't, don't sleep or shit on this person's expression yeah. and their and their way to do to to make a statement about civil rights for other people because my thing is like if somebody in the hood decides hey we not going to that corner store anymore because this corner store does a b c d who are you to shit on it and be like oh well that's not really going to do anything. Mm-hmm. So, why do, you know, like right, that, exactly. that it doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense. I'm trying to do bigger things with, mm-hmm. you know, bigger corner stores or discounts. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but like it doesn't it doesn't help. I'll get my chips in that store. Exactly. Like it doesn't help us to to downplay another's work, you know? Right. I mean, initially when I heard Jay-Z was I'm I'm from Brooklyn. I am the biggest whole fan. I had posters of Jay Z in right, my in right. my room before Beyonce was Reasonable on him. And when y'all, when y'all was calling hold a camel, <sighs> that was my boo. Okay, because no, he was that with no nigga. whiskers. Exactly. <laughs> nice voice. Exactly. You know. <laughs> so I am the biggest whole fan. But when I saw, I was like, uh, I was yeah. like, I hope that what like what's what what's this. My, yeah, my biggest concern was like, so like, I'm like split, right? Like, I believe that like, okay, cool. If this is how you're going to pick up the cause in your realm, then I get it. Like, I would believe it though, Jay-Z, if, um, say you have part ownership, suddenly all of the players on that team have guaranteed contracts for every single deal Mm -hmm. they get. Because I don't know if y'all know, but the NFL doesn't have, like everyone's contract isn't guaranteed 100%. Right, like you might be guaranteed maybe ten percent of your contract, but not necessarily the whole hundred percent. And I feel like these players go out on the field and they they put a hundred percent of their body out there as collateral and aren't guaranteed a hundred percent of their contract. So if Jay Z's team is gonna do something different, um, especially for their black players, then I'd be interested in seeing it. But at the same time, um, you know, it I can't help but think of the Barclays, right? Mm. Jay Z was involved in the ownership of the Barclays. I bought a ticket to see them first ten concerts. Mm-hmm. Y'all, see, y'all, y'all went. I was there too. I was there, <laughs> and I only went because Jay Z told me to go. Right, exactly. I wasn't there because I gave a fuck about an arena being right. in Brooklyn. Jay took the R train from his house in Tribeca. Boom, there we go. <laughs> Jay Z told me to come to his concerts, <laughs> and I went, and then he quietly backed out of the ownership. Right, and it was only point zero 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 four. Six percent anyway. Right. So my thing is like with Jay Z and this NFL shit, I am never going to be against a black man who's going to look to be something that we have not seen in a while or ever. So I'm not going to be against that. But at the same time, I'm not going to be an idiot. And I'm not sure if Jay-Z assumes that our level of knowledge is not where it is. I don't know. But my thing is like, if you're going to make if you're going to do this, 
then do it in a way that is significant to people of color who make up most of this league. And you can start by making sure that any player that plays for you has their contract guaranteed. Because we we all know that a number of these players, like, what is that um, disease? Like, Oh, the uh, CTE. Mm-hmm. Like, these people are paying for it well after they leave the league. Mm-hmm. Their families are paying for it. Like, we wondering why all these NFL players are beating up on their wives. Like, a lot of them have these issues mm-hmm. ongoing. And it's like, if Jay-Z is going to directly hit some of that shit, then I want to see it. You know what I mean? But at the same time, if this is going to be the same Jay-Z move that was with the Barclay and then quietly left after all these niggas spent all their hard-earned money trying to see him in concert, then I don't know that I'm interested in that. And like, in New York. Yeah, in New York. You had a whole soundtrack with Alicia Keys. Like, my shit is like, I, like, I really, again, I am not going to be in opposition to a black man who is here, a black person who is here to do something that we have not seen yet because right. we haven't seen it. We haven't seen it. And so we're we hopeful. Don't, and we're hopeful. We are hopeful. We are hopeful. We are hopeful. So, hope. Don't right. disappoint us. So we are not here talking about, well, Jay-Z is going to let us down. He's selling out. We don't know that. Maybe he has some things that are right. going to really help the culture. Right. But if you are here's Mr. Carter to do the same shit you did with the fucking Barclay, then just stop right now because we're not interested. Niggas bought the tickets we thought we was going to get a black-ass Barclay, and we didn't get that shit. Barbara <laughs> Streisand was up in that shit as soon as that motherfucker right. left, and that ownership was over. And Barbara Streisand so, I don't know. Did they, they haven't released ticket prices for huh, new, new Nets, have they? Huh, they we can. have not, because that shit is going to be astronomical. Be yeah. So my thing is, like, if Jay-Z, if you are being, and this is something that you can answer in your heart, you don't need to get on anybody's radio. <laughs> <laughs> we at the Stereo Bros are telling we love you, but, like, in your heart, you should investigate this shit. Should you be doing the same bullshit you were getting ready to do that you did with the Barclays? Just don't do it, brother. You're two flames. You mean too yeah. much to the culture for too you to much. be out here doing too no much. nonsense bozo shit. So if you're going to do what the fuck you do with the Barclays, don't do it. If you are here to actually affect some real change, then we welcome it. And you can start by right. guaranteeing these melanated players right. their motherfucking contracts. I do, I do feel like people jumped out the window a little too soon with the, I don't want to say hate train. Yeah. The, the cancel train. Yeah, the cancel train. I do think. And you know, people, and I feel like it's those people that already don't like him or have issue. They just kind of wanted to like. You selling me? No, not you. Um, you you know who's who's spoken out about it, but I wanna I wanna give him the benefit of the doubt, and and please believe once we get wind that this shit had nothing to do or it had no benefit to a black person, oh light him up, yes, like but, but light listen, him light up. him up, it won't stop his check, like he's still. Well, gonna I mean, get his at bag. the end of the day, if he's gonna get his check and then give some money to somebody else, I hope, but then. I don't know. I just I'm I'm conflicted and I am. I it really is a I really am conflicted because in one way I do feel like you you know, you kinda shit it on. Even if you even if you didn't say we're past the Kaepernick thing, just the act of working with the NFL and 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 actively trying to bring the culture to them in again, an entertainment way of working from that's the only way they're trying to see us. If we dancing and jigging for them or if yeah. we're running a foot uh, any type of ball for them. Like that's the only reason they're here for us. So to me, I don't know. If he gets a minority the the best case scenario is if he gets some sort of ownership in the team and brings Cap on and he's Which like See, <laughs> this is what I was trying to do and y'all was hating, but 
don't know if that's really. It ain't gonna happen. Like by the time he does that, if he if if it happens, Cap will be in his late thirties. Right. And I mean, we know for a fact that Cap's being blackballed because the people that are being hired are half the talent that he mm-hmm. has. Right. So we know that. But I think that black people gotta understand. These people, the Kanye's, the Jay Z's, when they get to that stratosphere, mm-hmm. not it's a different about you, ball bro. game. That's a fact. They're not thinking about you. Like they thinking Blue Ivy mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and Northwest and Southwest right. and their legacy. They're not mm-hmm. thinking about Quatim on Marcy and Ellery. They, right. They're not thinking about you. They're not thinking about you. So you need to take this as a sign to go do what you got to do for you, for you and yours. Like these. Celebs that you worship, that you respect, because they from the struggle, they don't care about you at that level. And I, to a small extent, I understand it because now that I'm not, I don't care about you either. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I care. I care. I care. Baby, I care. You remember that Beyonce song? Mm-hmm. I care. Yeah, that's my shit. I care. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> listen, <laughs> I am not. Going to Street X on Block X, talking about, hey, here's money or here's something to like help you further your life. Neither is Jay Z, neither is Kanye. So once you understand that nobody's coming to save you, and you can save yourself, you'll move better. Yes, facts. But for folks to be so outraged because Jay Z is doing a deal with the NFL, y'all sound surprised that a businessman made a business move. He said, I'm not a businessman, I'm a business man. Period. Right, exactly. I mean, I don't watch football. Isn't that great? Like, why are we just not watching? I stopped with the the whole Kaepernick joint, but I'm not going to hold you right before then. I got really into football. Like, it's exciting. Mm. Like, but my thing is, like, to your point, I just like your point, PNL. To your point, like, um, Jay Z is making a business move as a person. Who holds an who holds an MBA? Mm-hmm. This is an excellent opportunity. He can leverage his position in 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 hip hop culture. You know what I mean? He essentially and and this these people in the NFL know that this man is a gatekeeper to the people. There are people who are gonna follow Hov regardless, right. and they know that. And like my thing, and then, and then if they don't follow him, they're gonna follow Beyonce. If they don't, right. if they're not a believer in Beyonce, they're gonna follow the unit. Like they they understand what that is, and Jay Z understands what that is, which is why I for me I am more interested in his conscience. Like, sir, if you know what you're getting ready to do. It's very much what the fuck you did with the Barclay. You got a whole bunch of niggas excited so that we could buy a bunch of tickets to some 10, 10 shows. And then you quiet because you announcing them shows was not as mm-hmm. loud as when you fucking left. Yes, right. The ownership of the Barclay Center. So if you're going to do that again, please spare the people. We don't want that. We don't want that. And if you have any respect for the people, don't do it. But if you do, and you do actually have a plan to change something, mm-hmm. then like I, you know, I'm hoping that oh shit, I'm hoping that he actually does. But here's the thing: people do have plans, like Hawk Newsom, Kim Montgomery, Jay Morrison. There's people who, like Jay Morrison, does buy the block back. He'll go to like a hood and stand on the corner. I went to one of his uh, seminars. It was good, York. right? Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah, like was. he'll stand on the corner and teach you how to make money in real estate. Mm. And he advertises almost as loudly as Jay Z does. Mm. People don't go to that because they'd rather be entertained and they'd rather be. Sheeple and yeah. just like America loves excitement. Of, we love excitement. Not only that, but they love to be entertained away from their 
your struggle. Right, right, right. We have guys and girls, the Angela Rise, there's mad people out here that are fighting a fight to make us woke. Most Again. people would rather avoid that to just be entertained. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying is like, for a, for people to be looking at a rapper as like their source of like leadership, to me is baffling. True. Maybe Maybe I'm too self-taught or whatever, but I would never look to like a rapper Maybe Max B, but beside <laughs> that, server. I would never look to a rapper to like save for me, mm-hmm. right? right? Like, right? Maybe Eric Adams or Zellner, or Myrie or mm-hmm. Lori Cumbo or somebody like that. But I'm not gonna look. Even to... they be making their own moves. That's a right. fact, baby girl. True, but That's a fact. But they're in a position to do more, right. like, or we elected them to do right. To do exactly more. my point. But to look at an entertainer or even like LeBron, right? LeBron got mad schools. He does mad stuff. LeBron James owes me nothing. Nothing. Jay-Z owes me nothing. He Like... Yo, you want to see some change? You fucking initiate that shit. Period. But, yeah, but then, I mean, I know we say that, but we live in a day and age where people are so led... Look at the Popeye's Chick-fil-A challenge. Word. People literally went to Popeye's to get a sandwich because all of social media was doing so. doing it and said so. You know what I mean? Said so, me. unfortunately, sadly, we, we're we in the age of Trump. We're in the age of the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Has said that's, where that's, that's human meat. It's human meat. I, listen, don't quote me, but quote me. I'm telling you, I have not tried the, the Popeye's chicken sandwich. I will not be trying the Popeye's chicken sandwich. I'm telling you, black folk, they have done this to us before. Don't be surprised if 20 years from now they're like, you <laughs> niggas was eating oh, no. fucking aborted meat or some shit like that. I'm telling you, do not be surprised. This country does not give a fuck about us. It's never given a fuck about yeah. us. And it doesn't give a fuck about what we eat. So now Popeye's getting all this. And I learned this in business school i went to business school so you guys didn't have to sometimes the government will incentivize a company to to like do a special like Mm -hmm. extra cheese burgers because it's giving a subsidy on cheese right like my got thing, milk right my just like got milk Mm -hmm. got milk was because the government was giving subsidies to the to these people on these milk these milk producers Mm -hmm. all i'm saying is this shit is catching fucking fire if y'all don't hear from me next week, the government did it. It wasn't me. <laughs> All I said. We had Chef Sue. She just came home off that, that bid in, in, in Rikers. She was in Rosie. I was. I was away. I was on solitary. But, like, my thing is, like, if you... All I'm saying is be mindful. This shit that seems like it's fucking flavorful and awesome and popping very often has loopholes involved in it and like when it comes to black folk i love us so much that i just refuse sometimes to just blindly follow follow. a trend so Mm -hmm. i'm not having any of that popeyes because i don't know what the fuck's in it and you guys should think about that shit too if you thought about having a plant-based diet Mm -hmm. continue to think about a plant-based diet diet. don't don't Don't, fall into that shit don't 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 falter if you was eating meat fucking go have it and tell us what the fuck that shit is like (laughs) (laughs) just describe just describe it it. but for those of you who had other ideas don't allow this to dissuade you from what you was doing because what your gut told you to do is the right thing well that is a segue because that literally is like literally you know if you working in your grassroots organization Hello. and you doing stuff for your community and you Come doing on. stuff for black people jay-z could go ahead with his nfl he could do team. whatever the fuck you keep doing. going period cap 
you keep going. Period. You keep going with your movement and what you're doing because Period. at the end of the day, we have to do for each other. You know, I, I, I even though Jay Z may have be buying a team or whatever, I would hope that he's still using some of his money to give back to his Sean Carter Foundation and whatever other things and uh, philanthropic efforts that he has going. He, I hope, I'm sure he's keeping them going. Right. You know what I mean? But we cannot be deterred. Or, or you know, like some people are like, oh, you know, if you was boycotting the NFL, just because Jay Z got a team or J- Rock Nation, keep boycotting. Word. Keep don't 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 give in because someone you follow or someone you deem to be iconic has gone this way. Let him show you what he plans to do or what changes he's made. If those changes come through and it, and the NFL makes a turn miraculously and now is all for you know their players and and the people. People that bring them money. If that happens, then by all means, go ahead and support them. But keep fighting the fight that you were doing before, and don't be led by, you know, this this action. Because I feel like, you know, we look to celebrities, we look to social media to guide us. No, go go with your gut and what and and the meaning that you get from life or whatever, and yeah. and, and how you make a change. In your for yourself and your those immediately around you, don't always follow the trend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Factory. Agreed. Factory. We're gonna jump into new music. Yes, new music. Um, new music. Baltimore. New music. <laughs> I was actually just, just in Baltimore, in uh, Baltimore, and that shit is so sh- so fucking struggle. <laughs> Housing, but you know what? Develop like it's cheap to buy. Right now, Baltimore is fucking it's cheap different. to buy. Y'all nah, go ahead and different. buy. It's Six different. in the morning, I went yogging, and uh, the heroin heads was out there. Like, damn, people on heroin be out early in the morning because that's the nature of being a. a or if they're on thing. methadone, yeah. Right, but they only serve you at six a.m. They know about that. Know what I'm talking about. Word. But uh, I have a great song from a prophet. It's coming home soon. Mm-hmm. His name is Max B. <laughs> Max B always coming home. He's he been coming, coming home, home for like eight years. The nigga's still nah. in. JT so gonna be home time. before him. Oh. <laughs> she will. She will. She will. Chrissy sucked it in Miami. But he had his, he had 75, got to cut to 20, got to cut to 15, got to cut to 12. Lit. So he'll be home soon. This is Max B featuring A Boogie. It's called So Cold. Here's that. tribal beats i fucking love myself some tribal beats i'm with a uh i my pick is a new group um called the forthcoming um this piece this piece body work is called four and roman numeral four so for those that don't know what that means that means there's a there's a letter i in the front and a letter v after <laughs> for those that don't know 
But um, it's called The Forthcoming, and the song that I picked from this is called Cairo to Sueto. And um, it's really great trans, like trance vibes. So you just take a look at that, and I hope that you enjoy it as much as I do. Come on, what's, uh, what's in happy for this place, man? Oh, shit. Watch how we gonna do this tonight. King Casey in the building, you know what time it is. Come on. Ladies. Walk with me. Boom. Come, let's go. some of her music on here before i really like her she's super dope Mm -hmm. and you know rapping for the for the caribbean culture going into labor day yeah 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 so here is leela ike with where i'm coming from Full for the blessings that are falling on my table Learning all my lessons, now I'm willing and I'm able To do just what I can, as humble as a lamb Working towards a goal and we give thanks for helping hands Pray for health and strength and life, for length and peace of mind Good people and good vibes, we give thanks every time In every single line, even if it no rhyme I go sing redemption songs to the people when I think of where I'm coming Looking back at where the journey begun, I really have to say that I'm strong, I'm strong. All praises to the most I want. Look at where I'm coming from. Looking back at where the journey begun. Any parting words before we go? This is the season finale. What do we want to let the people them know, guys, before we go? I just want to thank y'all for rocking with us. We Word. got the merch ready. Yeah. We got dad hats yeah. and cool shirts out. Yeah. DM us for details Please. and pre-order. We Please. got y'all. We rolling out with a full merch store season three. Mm-hmm. Um, we also launching a new separate label. Mm-hmm. Doing a soft launch now. Mm-hmm. Um, Details to follow, but we appreciate y'all listening and subscribing. Make sure you patch in with the website. We're going to keep dropping content on there as well. Mm-hmm. We're hiring interns. If you want to be a social media or content intern, DM or email us. Please. Please. Um, but we appreciate y'all rocking out with us. Um, in terms of quotables, <laughs> uh, I mean, thank y'all. I'm going to say thank y'all. Thank y'all. <laughs> Prosperous season this been. Yes. This has been. Yes. That Prosecco. Um, 
No, but I like I like talking to all the people that listen and give us like great feedback and see how much they like it and you know I I've, I've only heard good things and like we actually want to hear from you guys and if you have suggestions about like what you want to hear us talk about or if you want us to highlight something you're doing like patch in like mm-hmm. let us know what's going on mm-hmm. and we appreciate it yes um my final words is i'm again i think it's going to echo some of y'all is that like i'm just really grateful for everyone who's been listening i think that if you're a quatem supporter keep quat <laughs> keep supporting quatem keep if you, in your prayers keep he him in your them. prayers he needs them if you a city boy a hot girl it doesn't matter like whatever click you found yourself in as a result of listening to our content we are grateful and we can we ask that you continue to share, you know, the podcast and all of the content therein on our website um, with your networks. Um, we promise to come back bigger and better um, the next season. Um, it has been an absolute joy being able to share our thoughts and um, the fact that people res- it resonates with people mm-hmm. and they're like, yo, I believe you. That shit is mind blowing. It does not go beyond us when people are- stop us in like real life. Like, yo, we've been listening to your shit and it's cool. The beat, beat. <laughs> when people stop us and they're like, yo, I listen to your shit and we believe that shit. Like I was saying the same shit in my living room. Like we live for that. And so, you know, continue to share the episodes of this last season with your networks and we promise to come back bigger and better and with far more heat with that fire with that fire or whatever for the next season so hold that down we're on itunes soundcloud google play spotify what up up? website is up www.sterybros.com merch 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 is is lady it's here and it's going it's so going. hurry up and get your shit because it's going. That's all I'm saying. First two runs already sold out. Period. Holler at us over and out. We'll catch y'all next season. No matter where we're fierce, we must face the moment of truth, baby.